Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by. Hi, I'm Scott Hahn, and I'd like to invite you personally to join me and Breadbox Media on August 24th in New Oxford, Pennsylvania. For a day of spiritual renewal, I'll be presenting three talks, one on St. Joseph, one on the Sacrament of Matrimony, and another one on the Holy Eucharist. Learn more and register at breadboxmedia.com forward slash PA conference. I hope to see you there. Introducing the redesigned CatholicSingles.com, featuring new ways that put the spotlight on the person and their faith, not just a profile picture. For the past 20 years, faithful Catholics have used CatholicSingles.com, and the reimagined CatholicSingles.com website is ready to help single Catholics take the next step in sharing meaningful relationships with other faithful Catholics. Remember, CatholicSingles.com, for faith, fellowship, and love. In today's prevalent culture, the institution of the family and faith are under attack. With absolute confidence in the grace and power of God, we at Forming Faithful Families, whose primary mission is strengthening families in the faith, have been inspired to put out into the deep, see Luke 5, 4, to do our part to turn this tide. Forming Faithful Families, hosted by James Littleton, is a faithful and trustworthy weekly radio program in service to the new evangelization, saturated with scripture and containing teaching, reflections, anecdotes, and encouragement pertaining to our Catholic faith, with a substantial focus on marriage and family life faith formation. Welcome to Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. I'm Jim Littleton. In this episode, we're going to reflect upon John 16, 1-15, part of the farewell discourse of our Lord Jesus. And then we're going to jump back into Familiaris Consortio, On the Role of the Christian Family in the Modern World, by St. Pope John Paul II. And we'll wrap up with a healing scripture passage. Let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, own us, possess us, teach us, move us. Heal us in Jesus' name. The love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Romans 5, 5. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's start with John 16.1. I have told you all this so that your faith may not be shaken. They will expel you from the synagogues. And indeed, the hour is coming when anyone who kills you will think he is doing a holy duty for God. They will do these things because they have never known either the Father or myself, but I have told you all this so that when the time for it comes, you may remember that I told you. I did not tell you this from the outset because I was with you, but now I am going to the one who sent me. Not one of you has asked, where are you going? Yet you are sad at heart because I have told you this. Still, I must tell you the truth. 
It is for your own good that I am going, because unless I go, the advocate will not come to you. But if I do go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will show the world how wrong it was about sin and about who was in the right and about judgment, about sin proved by their refusal to believe in me about who was in the right, proved by my going to the Father, and your seeing me no more, about judgment, proved by the prince of this world being already condemned. End quote. So why did Jesus give this last discourse to his apostles? And just as important, why Did Jesus leave this last discourse recorded in Holy Scripture for you and for me? Well, he answers this question in the first verse we read, John 16, 1. He says, I've told you all this so that your faith may not be shaken. With all that is happening in the world today, with all the tribulations and adversities you may be going through in your personal life, in the life of your family, Has your faith been shaken? Do you feel at times as if your faith has been shaken? Well, Jesus, our Lord, knows about everything that is happening in the world, everything that you are personally going through, as tough as it may be at times. But he wants you to know. He wants you to be assured that he is in command. He was and is and always will be sovereign In the end, his will, his kingship triumphs, and he consoles us. He encourages us. He inspires us through these holy words of Scripture. Yes, as I often say, a personal love letter to you. He knows how weak we are. He loves us. He created us. He knows what we need. So he leaves us holy Scripture. He gives us his church. He gives us the teaching magisterium and tradition He gives us the sacraments. He gives us his very body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist and Holy Communion. He knows what we need so that our faith will not be shaken. But it is up to us to take advantage of these gifts. We now know that all of the apostles, save one, died martyrs' deaths. And I'm sure some of the persons who killed the apostles thought they were doing a holy duty for God. And they were very deceived. And there are people in the world today who claim they are doing a holy duty for God when they brutally take the lives of Christians and others. And though you and I may or may not one day be martyred for our Lord Jesus in terms of a bloody martyrdom, in terms of our physical death, we are nonetheless going to be martyred in some way if we follow our Lord Jesus. When we follow Jesus and his church, there is no way around this. It is the path to salvation, by the way. This martyrdom can come in many forms, of course. Our martyrdom may be a dry martyrdom, the martyrdom of a thousand cuts. But we must be willing to stand up for the truth, stand up for the love and truth proclaimed by our Lord Jesus, and be willing to take the hits for this. In the present vernacular, Jesus is basically saying to you, saying to me, are you with me? Are you with me? And when he says, are you with me? He's not just talking about 
the elements of faith and morals that are easily acceptable. But he's talking about objective truths that many in the world are opposed to today. Those objective truths considered hard to accept when in fact they are beautiful and sweet, such as the truth that true marriage is between one man and one woman, fruitful, open to life, and indissoluble until death. And true teaching such as the fact that we are called to be in awe of life, to respect life, that contraception and abortion are wrong, and sexual activity belongs within marriage, fornication is wrong, and pornography is wrong, and it is harmful. So yes, when we stand up for these and other beautiful truths taught and preserved by the Catholic Church, we can expect to be persecuted. So Jesus says, I have told you all this so that when the time for it comes, you may remember that I told you. So he wants us to be prepared. He wants us to be brave. He wants us to be unshaken. And no, he is not leaving us to ourselves. Jesus tells us that he is going to the one who sent him. And though this made the apostles sad at heart, and perhaps we ourselves are sad at heart at times, and we wish that our Lord Jesus would return to earth today and solve everything for us and for the world. But Jesus says, I must tell you the truth. It is for your own good that I am going, because unless I go, the advocate will not come to you. So he tells us he's going so that he can send the advocate to be with us. And the advocate will show the world how wrong it was about sin and about who was in the right and about judgment. And yes, that's one of the things that the Holy Spirit does. He convicts us of our personal sins. Why? So that we might repent, so that we will repent and be forgiven and be saved. And so that we will fearlessly go out into the world and share the good news, the full truth of the good news. And it is all good news. It is all good news. It may not always be accepted as such, but it is all good news. Everything in scripture, everything in the catechism, everything the church teaches is for our good. It is not presented to make our lives miserable, to make our lives difficult. It is given to us so that we live our lives to the full, that we live fruitful lives and come to be perfectly happy with God for all eternity. But there are those in the world who have not accepted Jesus and his truth yet. We hope they one day will. Yes, there are some who still refuse to believe in Jesus about who was in the right. And some may persecute us. But we must love them and we must not be afraid to share the truth with them. The full and complete truth. We cannot be afraid. We cannot deny Jesus and we have the Holy Spirit to help us, to empower us, to give us strength, to give us courage. Yes, Jesus assures us that our real enemy, our arch enemy, the prince of this world, namely the devil, is already condemned. He has already been defeated. Let us stay with Jesus until the end. And picking up on John chapter 16, verse 12, I still have many things to say to you, but they would be too much for you now. End quote. Yes, Jesus knows us so well. 
He knows how much we can handle at any given time. He leads us along so gently, so lovingly. That's how he is. Returning to the gospel quote, but when the spirit of truth comes, he will lead you to the complete truth, since he will not be speaking as from himself, but will say only what he has learned, and he will tell you of the things to come. End of quote. There's some very important, very essential words to pick up on here. Jesus said, when the spirit of truth comes, when the spirit of truth comes. Yes, there is such thing as truth, such thing as objective truth that applies to everyone. And you can find it very clearly laid out in the Catechism of the Catholic Church. And Jesus says the Spirit will lead us to what? Lead us to what? To the truth? No, he says to the complete truth, to the complete truth, the unadulterated truth. Nothing left out, nothing watered down, nothing left out because of fear. Again, there is nothing you will ever find in the teachings of the Catholic Church to make you miserable, to make your life more difficult. No! The complete truth of our Lord Jesus is there to set you free. This complete truth opens the heavens through which abundant blessings and graces are poured out upon you and your family. Yes, the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of truth. And we are so blessed that the Holy Catholic Church preserves and proclaims these truths to the rooftops. We'll be right back to continue our discussion about John chapter 16, and then we'll dive into Familiaris Consortio on the role of the Christian family in the modern world by the great St. Pope John Paul II. I'm Jim Littleton, Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Forming Faithful Families is now offering our 15-episode video series on DVD, filmed in stunning high definition with a free downloadable Small Faith Discussion Group program guide. We hope that you will consider purchasing, implementing, and promoting this video series at the personal and small group level. Forming Faithful Families is a faithful and trustworthy parish-based and small faith community program for marriage and family life faith formation in service to the new evangelization pertaining to the Catholic faith. Listen to this recommendation. Firmly grounded in the teaching of the Catholic Church, sacred scripture, and the wisdom of the saints, with this series, James and Kathleen offer a thirsty world a refreshing and satisfying drink. It also makes a great gift with eternal benefits for both the giver and the receiver. To order your DVD set today, visit FormingFaithfulFamilies.com or call 708-334-1988. That's FormingFaithfulFamilies.com or call 708-334-1988. Faced with chronic lymphocytic leukemia, James Littleton came to more profoundly cherish what matters most, his relationship with God and his family. Through numerous courses of chemotherapy and an eventual bone marrow transplant, James was able to share his strong faith with God with others undergoing difficult times. Healed through cancer and other adversities highlights the principles this father of 19 relied on. James found many forms of healing that come through trials. Find 
consolation, encouragement, and helpful insights for your own struggles. Healed Through Cancer and Other Adversities offers inspiration and faith-building reminders of the God who offers so much that we may truly live. Seize hope to overcome your own difficulties in this uplifting account of one man's fascinating, self-reflective, and inspirational journey with cancer. Order your copy at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or request it from your local Catholic or secular bookstore. I'm Jim Littleton, Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Yes, the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Truth. Let's return to John chapter 16, verses 14 and 15. Jesus, referring to the Spirit of Truth, the Holy Spirit, says, quote, He will glorify me, since all he tells you will be taken from what is mine. Everything the Father has is mine. That is why I said, all he tells you will be taken from what is mine. End of quote. So Jesus reveals that the Holy Spirit glorifies him and that all the Holy Spirit tells you is taken from what is his and everything the Father has is his. And that's why he said all the Holy Spirit tells you will be taken from what is his, what is Jesus's. So we see this profound, divine unity of three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit here. The most holy trinity, the most holy trinity that you and I as Christians believe in, that you and I as Christians listen to and follow the God who created us, the God who gives us life and love. To get a more complete understanding of this reality, it would be appropriate to quote here, Catechism of the Catholic Church 687, quote, no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Footnoted 1 Corinthians 2.11. Now, God's Spirit, who reveals God, makes known to us Christ, His Word, His living utterance. But the Spirit does not speak of Himself. The Spirit, who has spoken through the prophets, makes us hear the Father's Word. But we do not hear the Spirit Himself. We know Him only in the movement by which he reveals the word, capital W, to us and disposes us to welcome him in faith. The spirit of truth who unveils Christ to us will not speak on his own. Footnoted John sixteen thirteen, which we meditated upon in our last segment. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for sending to us the spirit of truth. This spirit of truth who leads us to the complete truth. That complete truth being a person, being you. You, the God who loves us, who became man and died for us, and who has entrusted your complete truth to your holy Catholic Church to be preserved, shared, and proclaimed out of love for us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And so we have an excellent segue into Familiaris Consortio on the role of the Christian family in the modern world by St. Pope John Paul II, section entitled Jesus Christ, Bridegroom of the Church in the Sacrament of Matrimony, Article 13, Paragraph 9, quote, 
like each of the seven sacraments, so also marriage is a real symbol of the event of salvation, but in its own way. Quote, the spouses participate in it as spouses together as a couple so that the first and immediate effect of marriage, res et sacramentum, is not supernatural grace itself, but the Christian conjugal bond, a typically Christian communion of two persons because it represents the mystery of Christ's incarnation and the mystery of his covenant. The content of participation in Christ's life is also specific. Conjugal love involves a totality in which all the elements of the person enter. Appeal of the body and instinct, power of feeling and affectivity, aspiration of the spirit and of will. It aims at a deeply personal unity, the unity that, beyond union in one flesh, leads to forming one heart and soul. It demands indissolubility and faithfulness in definitive mutual giving. And it is open to fertility. See Humane Vitae 9. In a word, it is a question of the normal characteristics of all natural conjugal love, but with a new significance, which not only purifies and strengthens them, but raises them to the extent of making them the expression of specifically Christian values. End quote. So we see here that marriage represents the mystery of Christ's incarnation and the mystery of his covenant. How amazing and beautiful your marriage is. How profound and important your marriage is. Did you know that your marriage represents the mystery of Christ's incarnation and the mystery of his covenant? Did you know that it involves a totality in which all the elements of your person, your spouse's person, appeal of the body, instinct, power of feeling and affectivity, aspiration of the spirit and of will, the totality of all these things. Yes, your marriage aims at a deeply personal unity. The unity that, beyond union in one flesh, leads to forming one heart, one soul with your spouse. And what does this demand? What does it demand? This beautiful reality cannot help but demand indissolubility. Indissolubility and faithfulness. Yes, you and your spouse are called to be faithful to one another, to be faithful in definitive, mutual self-giving. And this means to be open to fertility, open to the gift of fertility. See Humani Vitae. Yes, St. Pope John Paul II says here in Familiaris Consortio, see Humani Vitae. Yes, Humani Vitae in Latin meaning of human life. That's an encyclical written by Pope Paul VI. Yes, now, blessed Pope Paul VI. Humani Vitae, dated July 25th, 1968. It is a definitive binding teaching of the church, an encyclical, an authoritative doctrinal teaching of the Holy Father. We need to listen. He is Peter, and upon this rock, Jesus chose to build his church. Let's form our consciences in line with this beautiful teaching on openness to life and watch, just watch the floodgates of blessings 
pour out upon you and your marriage and your family. Yes, those of us who are married, let's live this deeply personal unity. Let's form one heart and one soul with our spouse with the help of Jesus. Let's be faithful to our spouse. Let's live this indissolubility until death. And let's accept and be open to this gift of fertility and live humani vitae. We'll be right back with a healing scripture passage. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. You don't want to miss this next segment. We'll be right back. You'll find a little bit of yesterday that will delight you today at the Family Hearth General Store, a nonprofit ministry of forming faithful families in historic Frankfort, Illinois. The 1870s style old storefront honors home, faith, and family life, featuring vintage wares and unique gifts for special family occasions. From Victorian replicas, vintage decor, quilts, candles, antique samplers, and jewelry, to unique books, hand milled soaps, old time candy, ice cream, and bottles of pop, you'll find a warm welcome here around the family hearth. A cozy fireplace, fresh gourmet coffees, and teas await your visit. So come, sit a spell. Find us on the main street of Frankfurt at 119 Kansas Street, and be sure to visit the online store at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Like us on Facebook, or give us a call at 708-334-1988. Thank you for listening to Forming Faithful Families. You listen to us to find ways to strengthen your family in the faith and to better live out your role as Catholic parents. Please help us help you. We appreciate your prayers and a donation to help support this program. Any donation will be a blessing. You can also become one of Forming Faithful Families partners with a monthly donation. It's easy. Visit formingfaithfulfamilies.com and click on the donate link. There you'll find our mailing address to send a check or use the PayPal button to make a secure donation. You can even call Forming Faithful Families to make a donation at 708-334-1988. That's 708-334-1988. Forming Faithful Families is a 5013C charitable organization. Click on the donate link at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. See and support the entire scope of our ministry. Help us help you with your prayers and a donation as we're Forming Faithful Families. We would like you, our listeners, to know that James and Kathleen Littleton of Forming Faithful Families are available individually or as a couple nationally as speakers. They offer talks, retreats, and workshops on a variety of Catholic themes. James and Kathleen can be reached with questions or speaking engagement requests at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or call 708-334-1988. Visit their website at www.formingfaithfulfamilies.com. I'm Jim Littleton, Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. I'd like to share a healing scripture passage that I hope blesses you. Are you perhaps carrying a very heavy cross, perhaps dealing with some great adversity or some tragedy or illness? Perhaps you're even in danger of death. Well, I know I've, I've been there. It is not easy. Well, listen to God's words of love and consolation. For you, from Sirach 34, 12 to 17, often I was in danger of death, but by these attainments, I was saved. 
Lively is the courage of those who fear the Lord, for they put their hope in their Savior. He who fears the Lord is never alarmed, never afraid, for the Lord is his hope. Happy the soul that fears the Lord. In whom does he trust? And who is his support? The eyes of the Lord are upon those who love him. He is their mighty shield and strong support, a shelter from the heat, a shade from the noonday sun, a guard against stumbling, a help against falling. He buoys up the spirits, brings a sparkle to the eyes, gives health and life and blessing. End of quote. We are so blessed. The words of Scripture are so powerful. This love letter from God, your Father, to you. There is nothing, nothing else like it in the world. Turn to Scripture often. There you will find faith, joy, courage, you name it. Everything good. You fear the Lord, don't you? I fear the Lord in a good way, in a respectful way, a loving way. This makes our courage lively. Lively is the courage of those who fear the Lord. And we don't put our trust in the things of this world, do we? No, we put our trust, we put our hope in our Savior, Jesus. Jesus the Christ. And since we fear the Lord, there's no reason to ever be alarmed. No reason to ever be afraid, for the Lord is our hope. We just turn to him and we know that he's got our back no matter how tough things seem. And because we love and fear and respect the Lord, we're happy. Happy the soul that fears the Lord. So who do you trust? Who is your support? Who do you love with all your heart, your mind, your soul, your whole being? Well, you and I love the Lord Jesus. And this means that his eyes are upon us and he is our mighty shield our strong support at every moment in every circumstance, a shelter from the heat, a shade from the noonday sun. And yes, he will guard you against stumbling. He will make sure that you do not fall. Listen, he's already done so. He buoys up our spirit. And may the Lord Jesus bring a sparkle to your eyes, give you health, life, and blessing. Please join us next time for more on Familiaris Consortio and the Farewell Discourse of Our Lord Jesus. I'm Jim Littleton, Forming Faithful Families, FormingFaithfulFamilies.com. You have been listening to Forming Faithful Families, hosted by James Littleton. Visit their website, FormingFaithfulFamilies.com. Email them at FormingFaithfulFamilies at gmail.com or call 708-334-1988. That's 708-334-1988. This is international Catholic singer Anna Nuzzo inviting you to join me and Father Dan Cambra of the Marian Fathers on a select international tours Divine Mercy pilgrimage to Poland and the Czech Republic. It takes place in September of 2019, and we would love for you to join us. For more information, go to my website, AnnaNuzzo.com. Thank you and God bless.
Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com.